Yes. Welcome back to TD's and Flying Knees, episode six. So sit back, relax, get your fix. Guaranteed, TDFK don't throw picks. Nah. All right. <laughs> Let me introduce the panel, man. I like it. Yo, what's going on? Uh, let me just start off. We're recording late night, so you might get Louis after hours, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> yeah, this looks like it's going to be a late night for both of us, so it's going to be pretty fun. Let's get this going. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. I love that song. Jeff, 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 Jeff. <laughs> J-E-F-F-F J-E-F-F-F That's a good one That's a good one I like it, yeah I feel like Jeff never has done this Because I didn't get to do my usual Surprise Jeff with a new one Yeah, it's just always a surprise for Smooth Steven Cruz. Today's special, guys, we got a, another member of the group introducing the Silent Assassin, aka the, the Silent Hog. Is it? Was that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Our producer, Chris. Let me play his intro. All right, guys. Wow. Chris, say something, man. <laughs> say what's up to everybody. Oh, okay. Nice. All right. Yeah, the family's there doing go, good, man. Chris. Thank you. All right. <laughs> nice having you. Hey, just let me let me uh. Uh, another thing to add to Chris uh, Silent Hog If you have to ask You can't afford baby Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright let's get into News and rumors uh, Alexander Pavekin Retires at 41 The 2004 Olympic gold medalist And former WBA Heavyweight champion Alexander Pavekin Announced his retirement On Sunday At 41 After 16 years As a professional Thank you for the uh, memories. He had some pretty good wars, and uh, he came off of a uh, did come off of a loss, but he did uh, upset an, an active contender in Dylan White. So yep. So thank yep. you for all yeah, the great memories, fights, man. man. Good, good long career. Yep. Because of the Mexican warrior that I am, I got that Mexican blood in me. So talking about the Mexican style, I just proved it. <laughs> all right, Andy Ruiz. Names Luis Ortiz and Dylan White as potential opponents for his next fight. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, either one, man. I, I just want to see him fight again, you know? Yeah. Same, same. Oh, same. Yeah, I love that he looked like he's taking it more serious now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited to see him. All right. Terrence Crawford could face Progress, Ramirez, or Zapata, says Bob Arum. I'm hoping so because he's been inactive since his... Destruction over Kell Brook. He finished them faster than Triple G did, bro. Um, Damn. But, That's um, impressive. Uh, yeah, Re- uh, Regis, Regis Progress, Jose Ramirez, who we just saw lose against uh, Josh Taylor, and Jose Zapata. So that'd be really good. Yep. Elite competition. It's not Earl Spence, but Earl Spence has got his hands full with Manny Pacquiao. <clears throat> yeah, can't blame him, right? Yep. Uh, Joe Joyce versus Carlos Takam announced for July 24th. I guess it's like a, like a stay busy fight because um, it's, it's a step down for him. It's uh, pretty lame, actually. So, whatever. 
Anyway, next up, Vitor Belfort claims he is fighting Evander Holyfield after Oscar De La Hoya. This is from TMZ. Quoted, after September, uh, December is me versus Holyfield. Nope. Belfort said in an interview with TMZ, get ready for the crossover. We are taking over. Thriller is bringing the fights. Oh, interesting. If that's true, yeah, it's interesting. I, I believe it whenever it's made, you know, official, but... Yeah, man, that'd be that'd be cool. I think that Delahoy match is pretty interesting. It actually is, and I think uh, that Vitor Belfort has another good chance of winning, like we just saw tonight. Yeah, and, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Vitor has some hands, man. His fast hands. Yeah, he's always he's, had he's really always fast had hands. Always had the fastest hands in the, the game, dog, bro. Yeah. Dog, I talk shit to people, bro. I'll be like, man, I got those fucking ninety-five Vitor hand, <laughs> Vitor yeah. Belfort hand speed, baby. Nope. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, UFC two sixty through uh, two sixty-three pay per view. Paper device, we got a drink, guys. I fucked up. Um, so apparently, it only sold <laughs> five hundred thousand, which is okay, but down the hatch. Such a such a big fight it was, man. It's <laughs> I thought it would have sold way more than that. What do you think? Yeah, I'm 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 surprised. I had two of the biggest stars <clears throat> on the UFC roster in Israel Adesanya and uh, Nate Diaz. So. I am a little surprised at that low number. You know, you, you know, I have some some friends that are ca- are casual fans, mm-hmm. and um, they don't like Adesanya. A lot of my casual friends do not like Adesanya, and I think that's what it is, man. Wow, I um, I, I figured it'd be the other way around. Like the casuals are the ones that love yeah. those kinds of fighters, you know? Because I personally, well, me, well, I'm not a big fan because of his his big steps. His big headlining things like you know, Romero, that was a terrible fight. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, he was that's, that's, that's what they remember. That's what the yeah. casual the casual fans remember. So. Yep. Yeah, you know, well, and, and also when they probably see uh, similarities in the Romero fight, and if you watch this last fight, like he just doesn't, like I said in the last you know episode, he doesn't put his foot on the gas enough. Like he had, he has you know the striking and the talent to be able to put a, a guy like Marvin Vittori away, and he just doesn't do it. Yeah, yeah. He's not doing himself really, any favors. He's pulling back to punches or something. It's mm-hmm. weird. All right, and this was breaking news, but you already heard this by now. Max Holloway is out of the July 17th main event against Yari Rodriguez due to uh, suffering an injury in the training camp. That's all we know. Yep. So, you know. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> that, that was that, that was him. Yeah. Holy like shit! That, huh? It is what it is. He always says that. I would think I would think he'd be Mexican. He sounds Mexican as <laughs> Yeah, bummer. Uh, it's always I'm always looking forward to a Max Holloway fight. He always puts on a show. You know, one of my favorite fighters. Um, yeah, they're saying they want to reschedule the fight. Uh, it's just postponed, but I'm hoping they give Yair a different opponent. I hope he just now, since he's injured, just wait, I guess, for the outcome of the fucking yep. Ortega. And yeah, because the- yeah, then he's going to be even more behind if he fights yep. later yeah, on. Yeah, that yep. makes sense. Fuck it, Max, just wait. Plus, he doesn't like to spar anyway, whatever. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yep. Right? He doesn't do any sparring. That's what I he have, says. I have he a hard stopped, time yeah. believing that. He stopped. No, well, that's yeah. what he says. He says. Yeah, that's what he says, but I don't know. He don't fight like he don't spar. Uh, mm-hmm. That like early in his career that he <laughs> that he was a uh, that he would try moves out that he did in like the video games. Yeah, that's, that's what he said. Crazy. He said that on Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> He's just one of those guys that fighting just comes natural to him. Oh, that's weird. Like, I think that's just what it is. Yep, I'm gonna try my best to do my uh, best, Lenny Hart. All right. Next 
No, I'm not even gonna do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. That was a good one. That was a good that try. Good, man. No, it looked like you wanted you to. Me I was gonna do it now. <laughs> Dana White addresses a possibility of working with uh, Ryzen promotion. Uh, he was asked at the uh, after the 263 uh, press conference. I wouldn't trust him though. But <laughs> uh, he said he loves the owner um, and uh, he has worked with him before. Yeah, he bought out uh, the, the Chuck Liddell days. No, yeah, I back mean, when they were he, he they were competitors Chuck, still. Right? Yeah, he let Chuck compete in their GP because he really thought he'd beat. He, <clears throat> and they really wanted to see Civil versus uh, Chuck Liddell. That was what they thought was going to happen, but Rampage upset Chuck Liddell. Mm, so yeah, that was the thing. Cause he had a Chuck, Chuck Liddell was losing against uh, Overeem. That was a good fight. Yeah. And you could see Chuck and uh, no uh, Dana White was in the commentary doing commentary during the fight too, and uh, he sounded worried. But then yeah. you know, Overeem has that last draw. Yeah, and it's a prime Chuck man. Prime yeah. Chuck was a killer. He was young too. But uh, that'd be cool. Um, I don't know what stars they would do a crossover with, but you know what I mean. Whatever. Yeah. All right, guys. Happens. Huh? Let's see what happens. See what comes yeah. up. Yeah. They got that. What's his name? That demolished uh, the dude with the dude with the antenna, Jeff. Oh, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry They got, him. They got him from Risen. Yeah. You know I mean, well, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some good fighters over I, there. I don't know if he's. Uh, they got him off the end of his contract, or they, you know, sold it. Sold him to him. I don't know, but he's yeah. pretty good, man. He's a good talent. Uh, next, let's get into the fight reviews that just happened right now. We're recording. Oh, we got some. We got some fight announcements. Okay, cool. Yeah, these are these are MMA fight announcements. We got a, a flyweight matchup between second ranked Askar Askarov. This is the guy that a lot of people thought was going to be already like the, the the next title challenger. A lot of people thought this guy was going to be uh, Moreno's first defense, uh, but it's uh, he's number two in the world, Askar Askarov, mm-hmm. uh, versus number four Alex Perez, and that's been made. It's a it's going to be a three round. Uh, fight it isn't going to be a main event <clears throat> uh, but yeah so we're thinking this is going to be the number one contender fight or uh, if they decide to do a trilogy who knows you know with uh, Figueredo have y'all heard anything nah, on there's that there's no way he doesn't deserve it yeah too. he don't I don't think he deserves it either but yeah that's on July 31st so yeah that's probably going to be the number one contender fight winner fights Brandon Moreno for the flyweight title I just hope whoever nice. fights Moreno next man he deserves a, a, another brawler I don't want him to fight a, a bigger wrestler I want him to fight a brawler that's all yeah I, I agree with you um so yeah on to the the, the next uh fight announcement we got number it's in the welterweight division number five vincent luque is going to fight michael chiesa and that's been made official for ufc 265 on august 7th um so yeah that's a not a very good matchup for luque we all know michael chiesa likes to take the fight that to the ground baby yep Yep. So yeah, hopefully Luke will be looking for it because I'd rather see Luke win this fight than Michael Chiesa. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, we'll see how that ha- how that goes down. Uh, another fight announcement is in the heavyweight division. Curtis Blades is uh, being matched up against uh, Jarzinho Rosenstrike, and that's in the works for UFC 266, scheduled for September 25th. Um, a pair of title fights are actually um, headlining that card. That's uh, Jan Blahowicz versus Glover Teixeira. That's the main event. And the co-main event is going to be Volkanovski Ortega. So that's shaping up to be a pretty good yeah, card pretty right good there. Card. Yep. Um, let's see the next fight announcement. Oh, added to the same card is a pair of two top 10 bantamweights. Number six, Marlon Moraes versus number 10, Mir- Mirab uh, Davishvili. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Moraes is number six. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, the other guy's number 10 so 
Um, yeah, that's going to be a good fight. Uh, two top 10 bantamweights. <clears throat> uh, next fight. Uh, this will be the last uh, last fight announcement that I got. It's former bantamweight champion, women's bantamweight champion, um, all of our favorites in here, Misha Tate, mm, is yep. coming back. And uh, uh, we. Uh, Do you feel weird that we talk about your ex, DJ? No, no, no. It's all right. I'm okay with it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Still but she. We we already announced that she was making her comeback, but now she's got an opponent. She's fighting fighting Marion Renault on July 17th. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that because Misha nice. Tate's probably my favorite women fighter of all time. I'm next oh, to Rose. Yeah, mine's next to Gina Carano, but that's what's up. Uh, what else? Well, she's not my favorite woman. She's one of my favorite women. Uh, another bit of news that I had uh, that we didn't uh, uh, talk about in the MMA world is former UFC light heavyweight champion Rashad Evans says he's ending his retirement to return to combat sports in hopes of landing a fight with Logan Paul or Roy Jones Jr. A boxing guys, match. Is, I like that. I think these next two years is going to be like the crossover thing. Yeah. It's I mean, there's money. Cool. There's money there. Because I... You know, there is money, but I I think uh, the Paul brothers will be exposed soon. soon. Sooner or later, they're yeah, going to run or later. That's why I say in the next two, maybe three years. Yeah. I just hope you they know. get exposed by, like, a well-known, like, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, what's going to happen. Soon. I mean, I don't know, man. Whatever. But I like yeah. that. I, I like Whatever. all the attention they're bringing to it. Yeah. They're bringing in more fans. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you, you might say you hate them, but they're bringing in the fans. Yeah. And that's the important thing. And these guys are making money off of these fights. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. I mean, if he does come back and fight one of them, that'll probably be one of his biggest paydays. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Especially if you consider that the guy... Um, lost his last five fights in the UFC. Yeah. So you know it, it, he did not end his career. Dude, you know. ask DJ. Me and him were really big Rashad Evans fans back mm-hmm. in the day, man. Yeah. We were the only two guys cheering for him when he fought Chuck. Yeah. In Hooters, remember? Yeah. And we went off. And, and we started <laughs> we rubbing our him nipples. Out cold. Yeah, we were, we were all pinching our nipples. Yeah, in the beginning, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's wrong with these guys? <laughs> yeah, man. Shit. Those know, were the days, bro. Hey, there was plenty of times where we, we cheered for the, the underdog. Dude, we yeah. all used to meet up at Hooters. It was yeah. free. No, or no Buffalo cover. Wild Wings. Yeah, to watch the fights. Dang, yeah. no cover? No, no cover, cover at Buffs. I mean, at uh, Hooters. I don't know. At Buff, you have to pay five or some yeah. some shit like that. They're nice. Good. All right. Any other news, guys? Uh, nope. That's all that MMA news I got. All right. Let's get into the fire reviews. But before that, if today seems a little weird to you guys, we're recording Saturday night. We're doing late night recording. It's twelve seventeen a.m. Jeez. Yep, we watched all the fights for you guys. We're definitely gonna get beat up by our wives definitely. as soon as we get home. Oh, we lucked out though. It's Father's Day, so we got church and yeah, Father's Day. So you know three of us. Out of, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was four, like, four I, of us. Four out of, of us out of five. Out of five. five. Good. Yeah, good. All right, let's get into the fire reviews. Let's just get right into the uh, the main event. It was a uh, you know the talk of the card was uh, the uh, the main event McDonald T-Bow, and it's because it was a blatant robbery, man. Yep. It's uh, it was ugly. Rory McDonald he pretty much dominated the majority of the fight. Yeah, what was up with that dude? It was like <clears throat> it was a legit robbery, like, and why against T-Bow? Like, what's going on? Like. Uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't yeah, know. Man. Are they trying to match somebody at the end? What's going on? Like, well, it didn't. I mean? the, the way that they run their tournament it didn't affect the, uh, the, the. Uh, well, it, like yeah. McDonald still moved on. He's yeah. fighting Ray well, Cooper. Well, still. No, for for McDonald, uh, so he had already clinched playoff spot, but this was was going to put him in like the second seed if he would have uh, had one. a finish or a one. Oh, I got you. I got yeah, you. yeah. So it yeah. actually uh, affected McDonald in the in the standings. Yeah, if y'all guys don't know, and uh, T Bow needed a knockout to to make playoffs. Mm. Uh, 
I heard. Yeah. So yeah, he uh, McDonald outlanded T-Bow in total strikes. It was only a three-round fight, five-minute rounds. Uh, McDonald outlanded him 81 strikes to 32. Um, and McDonald landed 31 leg strikes to T-Bow's two. Um, arm strikes, McDonald 48, T-Bow 30. And Rory also landed the only takedown of the fight. Um, you know, my, my thoughts on this fight is, you know, people... In, in the you know the MMA community, we talk about fights a lot. We throw the word robbery out there probably too often. But in this in this case right here, th- this is the definition of a robbery. Yeah. Like, yep. Th- th- this is one of those situ- uh, situations where you can use the word and be right. Like this was a robbery, man. It sucks to see it happen because he he won the fight. You know. Yeah. He didn't. Didn't he look like he didn't? He didn't. He looked like he was surprised that he won the fight. You know? Yes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. He was celebrating. He was like, wow. Like, like you could tell he, he did not think he was going to get that. Yeah, I was, I was cracking jokes. Like, I maybe th- they were taking points away because of the eye pokes. Yes. But, but it didn't. I mean, even if they would have taken the, that would have been, what, three points? I, I think even the, the cameraman was surprised because he was he was recording uh, Rory the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, mean, I, I think everybody, everybody uh, thought it was a unanimous win maybe, so. maybe the judges were asleep or something i don't know it just didn't it didn't look it doesn't look right it's like it's like uh it's like they want them to meet each other up again i mean if he would have lost would he have been out of the out of the spot the playoff run yeah so t-bow needed a finish to, so, to make playoffs so maybe they're trying to work it up for a rematch or something but it, i mean they have a point system that they go on mm-hmm. for these uh seasons so i kind of like that it, it's pretty interesting it makes right? these guys um push i guess for a finish or submission yeah. of some sort you know and which is cool and then they get to move on and then i think at the end it's like a million dollar prize for the belt or something like that oh okay. for, for yeah yeah i know it's going to be a million dollars for sure so, yeah. so i mean it, it has these fighters pushing to to compete not just to win by points or scheme wise you know because even if you're winning and say you win by decisions you're still low on 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 the points because right. people that are finishing with submissions or knockouts yep. they're, they're going to overlap and they can still afford to lose yep i like that point. i like that it gives them oh. a reason to to want to get a finish you know yeah all i know is he's gonna uh mcdonald's gonna come out swinging next, next yeah, fight. That's, well, what I, that's what makes well me his, his his matchup might call for some wrestling because he's fighting ray cooper the third and that guy's known for knocking people out over he at some, uh, he does have some heavy hands man yeah, he fought on the same card he fought uh, friday night too he won Rob, by knock oh no i'm sorry he won by decision robbie lawler can take a beating though i mean as long as you don't break his nose uh, no repeatedly Roy mcdonald take a drink <laughs> oh yeah Roy mcdonald my yeah, man take a drink go. yeah. god damn you mix god me, bro. Damn, dude. yeah that was a good one i guess we can just get right into the main event of this card yeah, it was the first ever event um, for Game Bread Fighting Championships, and it was in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. This happened on Saturday, uh, June 18th, headlined by UFC veteran Jason Knight and Charles Crazy Horse Bennett. I think he called himself Felony Charles Bell. Yeah, 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 it was, uh, it was fel- Felony Charges Felony, Bennett. bro. You can't call him tra- uh, Crazy Horse no more. <laughs> my right? bad, my bad. Um, I just know him from as Crazy Horse because that, you know, that's... No, that's how I know him too, man. Yeah. He's, he's always been exciting to watch. Yep. <clears throat> but uh yeah it was it was a quick fight man actually um crazy horse clipped clipped uh knight early twice yep twice. In, in the first exchange he clipped him and dropped him and uh knight got right back up you know knight is tough dude he, he's a ufc veteran he's a bare knuckle uh veteran bare knuckle boxing veteran um you know he's tough he's got he got right back up <clears throat> and then um 
ended up uh, taking Bennett down and taking his back and ended up choking him out. Fight finished like within the first two minutes. Yeah. It's a quick, quick, uh, quick fight, but uh, still entertaining as always as as uh, Charles Bennett is. So hopefully yeah. you guys got to watch that. Dude, it was, he, uh, he landed cool. two clean strikes on him and broke his nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a two minute fight, and Bennett like like Luis said he landed two strikes, but after the fight you look at Jason Knight's face it looked like he fought for ten you know fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those two punches landing did some damage. Yeah. There's something. I was gonna ask, do uh do those wins count as part of your professional record? That's a good question, dude. I'm gonna check on Monday to see if they, they go on right, cause it's on the record. Yeah, because it is it's MMA now. It's not bare knuckle boxing, it's bare knuckle MMA. Yeah. Well yeah, I think they will because uh the a lot of the old fighters bare knuckle fights are count on their yeah record like the Valley Fudo and stuff yep, all the Brazilian true. guys sure it does I, I just wonder what kind of what, what the rules are called right because the UFC used the, the unify yeah that's, unify a, that's also a good, good and then one uses the international mm-hmm. some shit like that right guys mm-hmm. yep something like that man you fucking MMA nerds know what it's called? Yeah, international gonna, rules, bro. I'm gonna do some a uh, little <laughs> bit of research. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else on that card? Nah, man. That 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 was really the the highlight of the card was the, the main event. You know, I mean, that's that's all that I feel is worth watching. I mean, uh, hopefully you guys out there watch the the whole card. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna definitely keep an eye on on his promotion and catch the next one. It was cool, like watching the fight and then seeing Hori Masvidal in the in the cage afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, as the boss man. You know, yeah. like we're used to seeing him as the as a fighter, as the the guy on you know, yeah, putting on the show for us. But we he, after the 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 event, he's inside the inside the cage there, giving away uh, bonus money. He threw Jason and I five thousand dollars cash. I don't know if you guys yeah. saw that, but it was just yeah. cool seeing him as the boss. You know. You know I, he, he was talking about um, they, they kept asking him like every time they interviewed him like what's your next fight when are you going to be in the cage and he was talking about sometimes October November he's looking for a fight nice makes, makes you wonder you think they're going to match him up with Diaz Nate I mean Nick oh, that'd be that'd be cool bad that'd news cool, for Nick dude. but yeah. that, mean, that means they get to piece up both brothers yeah. I love that they both yeah, <laughs> yeah sad I mean sad but true yeah <laughs> Wait, oh, but he's the bigger he's the bigger brother so he won't be somebody small he'll be, He'll be a little he's, he's more of the the welterweight than Nate Nate's yeah. not a welterweight sorry I was late on that he gets to piece up both brothers yeah Nah, but uh, one thing about that promotion, I actually uh, saw highlights of of the other fights in it, and uh, it's actually a pretty good promotion. You know, it's it's uh, for being for for them being their one of their first shows. It was actually pretty legit. Yeah, I mean they they had a good crowd. Yep, and uh, the the angles and uh, ref everything it looked legit. It was way better uh, than Triller. It was a really bright crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where were they at? Mississippi? Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. Uh, uh, he, where my son, by the way, my son by the way, when they interviewed him, <laughs> he uh, uh, before before the, he can even interview him, he grabbed the mic um, and he and he goes, "I want everybody to close your eyes and bow your heads. We're gonna oh, go yeah. over yeah, yeah, and he said a prayer. Yeah, yeah he came out with the Trump flag, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Crazy. <laughs> Anything else? My bad. I was out of order. Uh, it's all I got. You go. You, you take it away uh, with the boxing. We'll get into the fights that happened today. Jamie Mungia versus Camille Saramita. We got a drink. I just did because <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> Jamie Mungia is all offense, man. He makes him retire at, at the end of the sixth round. He's all offense. He's not much there in the dis- in the defense. 
you know, spectrum, but he's good, man. And I would love to see a, a fight with, like, Boo Boo or um, Gabriel Rosado or something yeah. like that. Now, now, I know he wants the Canelo and Triple G fight, but... Jacobs. I think, I think he, yeah, and the Jacobs, but I think he'd just be selling his old. Yeah, you know it's what too I mean? early. But um, I think after those kind of fights, he, those are those winnable fights, I think he might be ready and have the confidence. Any other takeaways from this fight, guys? No, not really, man. You, you, you pretty much said it. He's, he's, you know, offensively, he's gifted, man. He's a gifted kid, gifted uh, young fighter. He's 24 years old. He's got so much potential. I uh, just, uh, I hope that he doesn't rush into one of those guys you mentioned, like a Jacobs Triple G or um, uh, who's the other one you mentioned? Boo Boo. Boo Boo. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd give him two to three more fights just to make sure. I mean, I'm not saying he can't win now. He, he possibly could, but I just think he's he's got the the type of talent that you don't want to rush. You know, you don't want to rush him into one of those guys. And and you know, and, and you know what? Boo-boo. I went over Mangia. When you think it's a step down, he doesn't have a big enough name. I think that could be get you a little bit closer to a fight with Canelo because they were grooming Mangia to fight either Triple G or uh, or Canelo when they were all under the the, the Golden Boy promotion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So come on, Boo Boo. Yep. Next up, Anderson Silva versus. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Baby, oh, that was such. I mean, it was a good. It was it was amazing because Anderson Silva, bro. Um, yeah, he, he was coming around the scene like when uh, when I first started when me and DJ first started getting into MMA. Like we we're big big Rich Franklin fans. Big. And we're all dude. Rich Franklin's gonna fuck this guy up. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> and we saw it at Buffs, I think. Buffalo Wild Wings and dude, we looked at each other just fuck. The next dude. day I think yeah. the next day we started hitting YouTube. Yeah, we started looking at looking him up like, oh dude, this dude's Yeah, this should, oh his, man, dude, he's highlight reels. That is fucking amazing, uppercut yeah. elbow on Tony Frickland, dude, that was oh, insane, yeah. bro. Yeah. So yeah, man, he and, and he beat trash ass fucking little sister Chavez Jr. He came in trash. overweight. <laughs> yeah. Came in overweight he's, he's lazy and he does this all the time yep no dedication to the sport I knew, I knew Silva was gonna win dude Silva is an elite yeah elite striker no not in boxing but he's still an elite striker and he, he and you know what that for being 40 mm-hmm. what 40 health 46 yeah. years old 46 years old and guys, he, the way he moved around in that mm-hmm. ring he did not he, look 46 no, years old no. he looked good man he, he, he looked he looked good and I'm proud of him bro but yeah dude he uh he represented represented the MMA, you know, the sport of MMA well. He did he looked great, man. Like I said, didn't look forty six hey, years old. He was crying for a what a draw? Thomas Jr. Yeah, he, he was crying for a draw. Well, first of all, yeah, they gave them a split decision. Yeah, that was yeah, bullshit. No, that, that was, was UD. That was Silva. clearly won that shit, dude. Get out of here. Yeah, dude. I didn't see him winning one round other than the first. And he even stood in the corner for two rounds, telling him, "Come fight me," you know. Yep. For two rounds. He's a, he's a special guy, man. He was special in MMA. He's, he's, like, <laughs> he's still special. You know, he got a little bit too old to be competing with those guys in the middleweight division right now. I think his last two fights were both knockout losses, and he hung it up in MMA. I think he lost to Jared Cannonier, and then his next fight. He got knocked out by Uriah Hall. Yeah. You know, so, <clears throat> you know, uh, but he, he decided to come back in boxing and he looked good. He was about, he had, you know, balance in his step. He wasn't slow. He didn't look flat footed. You know, and he, he, he won. You know, I thought he won. It should have been unanimous. Yeah, it should have been unanimous. Should have been unanimous. This is number one bullshit. Yep. Um, so, real quick, what do you think's next for Anderson Silva? What would be another cool crossover fight? Roy Jones Jr. 
Yeah, yeah. That would be, he always wanted to fight him. He always he wanted did. to fight him. He's been Give it to him, him man. He deserves it. Give it to him. We've <laughs> been calling him out for a while since like 2008. <laughs> yep. yep. All right, next up, another banger. Jermel Charlo versus Juan Mancias Montel. What a war, dude. Two yep. warriors. I mean, he Montel made Charlo work for that fucking win. And yeah. he, I think he Charlo did win, but it was not... He did not win every single round, man. I don't think that. they, No way. But uh, I think he did win. It was a closer fight than we thought. But, man, that ref let him work. They need more refs that let you work on the inside. Yeah, I, I like Brutal, that. Brutal, man. I like that. The way the... And it's not just not just this fight, but it was, it's was it been boxing lately, as in maybe the, the past year or so. They, they're letting them work on the inside. And I'm liking that. I like, I like dirty boxing, so... Yep. So, it was interesting. It was good. He was supposed to school, so from what people were saying. Yep. And uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> nope. It didn't look like it. I mean, he was he was, he was was trying to fin- finish him in the fourth... By the fourth round, it looked like he was throwing everything at him. Yeah, we yep. were... We're, and, uh, we're anticipating, um, an, you know, to, for him to dust him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, we got something better, man. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, sure we got did. something way better, man. Yeah. Yep. All I got to say to all the Charlo fans is hop off that dick because it ain't yeah, that exactly. good. He's not ready for Canelo. Nope. Yep. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's known, he's been known to call be calling out Canelo, you know. And yeah, that, that's the last guy you want to be in the room because Canelo would have slept this guy. Yeah. If he fought that's... Canelo tonight, Canelo, he wouldn't have made it to the fifth round. Canelo would knock this dude out cold. He got hit way too many times. Couldn't even finish, you know, this guy, this skinny, you know, Mexican guy from don't get me wrong, man. He was tough. He was tough. He's a good boxer, but he's nowhere near he Canelo Alvarez's level. Him, he was slipping his punches and everything. I mean, if he had, if he yep. was throw, countering him, yep. I mean, this fight could have ended differently. He landed but, flush. Uh, dude. But he, he was landing. He was making him skip, miss punches, man. Yeah, Imagine was. if he was fighting someone like Canelo. Yeah, he, he made a Charlo so, miss pretty, pretty, pretty wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah several times. Sick, yeah. Not, not yeah. only that, dude, the dude landed like a bunch of uppercuts on him. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Canelo's uppercuts, ooh. Yeah, no, yeah. So yeah, that's my takeaway from this fight is that Charlo needs to stop, stop calling out Canelo, man. Like, just, if anything, you should be avoiding the avoiding him. Just yeah, it'd be bad, a bad night for you. All right, next up, probably everyone's number two pound for pound on your pound for pound list in boxing is uh, uh, anyway. What was what round was it? I believe it was third. Oh my third. god, dude, he's just. Levels above his competition, Jeez. man. Yeah, yep, similar, geez, similar man. to Canelo, man. He yeah, is. he. And it's it's rare for s- small fighters to have such pop and power. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Dude, the knockout against uh, Maloney, I think that's his name. Oh my God, that was devastating, dude. And then he just puts him away, man, with a devastating body shot. Yeah, it was. Yep. It was I mean, bad. he had a. I think it was three knockdowns, three right? Knockdowns. All body. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I think I'm gonna look up the the report because I feel like he broke his ribs. After yeah, the, the first, first the first one he dropped him, he came up and he was holding his rib, like it was bad. It, yeah. it looked like uh, even the ref was trying to trying to talk to him. He was still holding his rib, but they continued. But the the last punch that dropped him for sure wasn't the rib chop though. That's for sure. But um, yeah. but I think yeah, he messed him up. Yeah, I think well. that that's like what people. This is what people were expecting, Charlo. To do to his yeah. opponents tonight, come out and you know, you know, really make a statement. 
you know, and, and we kind of got the opposite in that yeah. fight. Uh, but that was better for us because we got to see a great fight. Yeah, that was and, a good fight. You know, for, good for all fight. of us fight fans, all you fight fans out there, I really hope that you got to watch the Charlo fight because if you didn't, you missed a good one. Yeah, uh, I think he deserves this. Uh, Inoue deserves this. Two win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. All the coins. Yeah, all the coins. Get, get him. Get them all. He's going to go to the bonus round where you get to fuck up that car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, that was like my favorite <laughs> those, round. Those dude. barrels, too. I think there's another. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you got to barrels. Fuck up barrels. And shit. <laughs> yeah, the car one was my favorite, too. Shit. Who's y'all's favorite fucking uh, fighter? Mine was uh, Blanca. It was uh, that little green monster that elect- electrocutes you. Yeah, yeah. I was never good at Street Fighter. Room. No, shit. Wow, I sucked at Street Fighter Mortal Kombat. My shit was Tekken. Ooh, Ooh yeah. I was, and I was really good at Tekken Three. Was Eddie, Tekken did you Tech? use Eddie? Yeah, Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's everybody used him. Hey, but for real, bro, I used smashing to. Those I used to fucking <laughs> smash people, bro. People would be lining up trying to beat me at the Peter Piper. Oh, dude, they put the quarters on. Yes, bro. Put them on the table, bitch. Ah, you're probably that little fucker I didn't like. All right, next up, <laughs> UFC on ESPN 25, Korean Zombie versus you gay? Danny gay. Danny yeah, gay. Yeah. You, you got it, you got it. You gay, yeah. All right, uh, yeah, well, before we get into the main event, I mean, there's a lot of awesome fights and finishes. That um, whole car was all finished. Yeah, man, I, I'm going to hand it off to Jeff because uh, I, was, I was a little busy. I had to watch the replay. Yeah, let's start with the... Uh... The first fight on the main card, which was Matt the Immortal Brown. Ooh. Oh, always exciting to see Diego Matt Brown, Lima. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and, and and guess what? Just like in typical Matt Brown fashion, dude, he, he knocked Lima out cold yeah. with a straight right, and that it was, was it punch. was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful, and uh, and guess what, dude? Fun fact about Matt Brown: he's now beaten both Lima brothers because he beat uh, Douglas yeah, Lima yeah. also. No, nice. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So yeah, they're calling him the Lima Hunter. So. Hey, the Lima you, Hunter. Yeah. You know what? You watch that. You watch that knockout and. Um, it didn't look like he he hit him hard. It looked like it glazed him. Mm-hmm. But the way he dropped like a sack of potatoes, yeah. jeez, he was out. Geez. bro. He was out cold. Yeah, so yeah, that was a fun fight. Um, hope you guys got to got to watch it. The whole the whole the whole main card was good. It, it was good. The next fight was. Um, Wellington uh, Terman versus Bruno Silva. Bruno Real Silva was making his um, UFC debut, and uh, even that fight ended in a TKO. It ended in the first round, and uh, Silva ended the, the fight with strikes from from top from top position. Yeah, put him out cold too. The next fight on the card: Julian Arosa versus Sungwoo Choi. Oh yeah, that was. Did you say that cream? was my favorite knockout? Cream yeah, of, it cream was of some young guy. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> something like that. But yeah, if you, if you missed that one, go watch the highlights because man, that dude can strike. Yeah. That was uh, nice. Sung Woo Choi, look that up, and you guys won't be disappointed. Oh, go to YouTube. Oh, sorry, I'm just <laughs> seeing the Matt Brown. Uh, oh, it was beautiful. Shit. It was beautiful. Oh. Yeah, it was. It was. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was a yeah. Good if punch. you guys get a chance, go look up Sung Woo Choi. That was a good yeah. knockout. Yeah, too, it's though, beautiful. Man. It's beautiful striking. Uh, and then the next fight on the card, in my opinion, this one right here was was the uh, fight of the night. It yeah. was uh, Marlon Vera versus Davy Grant, a bantamweight fight, and it was action packed from well, the beginning. Isn't that time. a rematch, right? That's it was a rematch. Yeah, Davy Grant won the first matchup by unanimous decision. Uh, but fun fact about these two guys: so since the since they fought, Davy Grant has had, I believe, six fights. Uh, and Marlon Vera, since the last time they fought, has had 13 fights. So he's been putting in work, you know, and improving. Yeah. And I think that was the difference in today's fight because Davy Grant looked great. Don't get me wrong, but Marlon Vera just looked like I, I think he was David leaning Grant, on his experience, and that's what got him the yeah, win. Yeah, I think David Grant had... Uh, 
tiers of injuries that he was in battle. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. He had a couple injuries. So yeah, he was a little bit behind. So yep. I mean, and it, it, it showed the experience on in, in that in the next fight. Yeah, especially so, in the late rounds. But that was exciting. Yep, there you go. At least in the late rounds, uh, Marlon Vera just he he uh, just put that pressure on him, mm-hmm. you know, and he broke him, and he he dominated that last round. Uh, people, the one of the judges gave him a 10-8 round um, yeah. in that last round, the third yeah, round. The third yeah. round, third round, he took it. Yep. Uh, I, re- I really want uh, Sean O'Malley to get that rematch versus him. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Uh, I, I'd like to see. He was him. hurt. I think That's, he got hurt. Well, yeah, yeah, he, he hurt his ankle. He hurt his ankle. So I just want to see how, how a rematch will look. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then uh, co-main event of the evening is a uh, is a heavyweight match. Alexei Olenek versus Sergei Spivak. And, um, you know, this is a tip, typical heavyweight fight. Don't get me wrong. It was, there was action, but it, it would get sl- It was, you know, slow here and there. Spivak ends up winning by a unanimous decision. They were just slugging in the last Yeah, they were slugging. They were slugging. Bloody. Uh, but, you know, like typical heavyweights, they start to get tired, start to gas out, start to lay on each other a little bit. <laughs> Not the yeah. most exciting fight, but Spivak gets a W. Yeah, I, was, I thought he was going to get submitted, to be honest. I did, too. Because I'm here. I had Olenek by submission. Yeah, because Olenek, man, he grabs, he grabs a hold of people and just... Yeah. Yep. Is, I don't know. He just mauls him on the ground, you know? Yep. And I didn't see him get him down what? or try to do anything like that. Was it Olenek that he had a submission from the bottom? Like, didn't he? Yeah, like, he, do, he, does, uh, he yep. does like Air a choke. Type of thing? Like yeah. A choke. Yeah, I forgot what it's called, but he has a choke from the bottom, dude. Right? Yeah, I saw out. that. He just kind of, it looks like a bear hug type yeah. of thing. Yeah. And he pulls guard to get it, too. It's crazy. Yeah. He's done it crazy they, yeah. three times in yeah. the UFC. Yeah, I think he's done it multiple times in the yeah. UFC. So, yeah, that's one thing that uh, Spivak did well is, is avoiding, you know, the, avoiding grappling with the guy. He and, did. Uh, he definitely did. And they were slugging by the end, so yep. it was a good fight. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to the main event of the evening. We all watched that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chan Sung Jung versus Dan Ige. Yeah, and, um, Korean zombie. Yep. I expected a little bit more, I'll be honest. I, I'm a harsh critic, though, you know, because I know what both of these guys were capable of. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it was a good fight. Um, I'm not saying it wasn't, um, but it just it, it wasn't the type of fight I was expecting. Yeah, I, I think <clears> it's, it's, it's um, it, was, it was a good fight. But after watching all that excitement from the fights before, it makes it really hard to, to say that, like, oh, that was a great fight. Right, but right. it was a good fight. Yeah. Um, Korean Zombie, he came out, and uh, he was just being patient, super patient. You see, you see the experience yep. in that fight, and, and he was just, you know, tagging him um, at the right times, the countering. And he wasn't really trying to blow his load to uh, to finish him. So, ayo, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but, but he was taking he was taking his time, you know. He was taking his time and to get that win. I don't think I think he's uh, by the way it looks. It looks like he's fighting smarter to get to yeah. that that belt because I, I think he needs to get there. I think he needs yeah, to yeah. get a belt. For me, UFC for so long. For yeah. me, I think he took all the criticism against what Ryan Ortega. People yeah, were calling him uh, one-dimensional, and yep. I, I think he just took that to heart, and he's actually trying to improve and get and get better and, and yeah, show man. people that he he's more than you know. Yep. Yeah, and that's a good point because he did mix it up. He mixed in takedowns. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't just striking. He wasn't just looking for the knockdown. Yeah, he yeah. made Ige, you know, worry about his level changes as well, and he took the fight to the ground a couple times. Yeah, so. and, uh, and you know, it was like, uh, and when he was feeling like he was losing stand up he decided to bring it down and he, and he got it he got yep. it to the ground and then when when that was there then he got back up and then he was doing what he had to do on the stand up so yep. he was controlling it he yep. put it wherever he wanted to put it, it he looked a little too big right a little yeah. bit too big and too strong for Danny uh, yeah yeah Danny it was he looked small yep alright guys uh, I guess we'll get into the fight previews coming up for this coming week 
And we'll start off with Thursday with uh, PFL 6, uh, Harrison versus... We're going to have to drink again. Do you know her name, Jeff, to save me? It's, um, yeah, I have it right here. Give me one second. Oh, Jeff's good at pronouncing names. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to save us. Save it's, us. It's, um, yeah, feeling, Kayla I'm Harrison. good right now. We've been here a long time, right? Versus Cindy <laughs> Dandoy. Dandoy? Yep, Kayla there Harrison go, versus Cindy Dandoy. Yeah, we're just going to drink anything. Yeah, anymore. we'll take a drink. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <sighs> Everybody, what are you drinking? If you want to shout out what you're drinking, I'm drinking uh, this hazy IPA called Haters Gonna Haze. Um, I didn't like it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is an IPA, right? What's that? No, I do say? like IPA. Yeah, I know what, what you mean. I do like say? IPA. Oh man, this IPA tastes like shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good though. Awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh. That's how you know it's good. It's good if it tastes like crap. I'm still celebrating uh Moreno's victory with some tecates. You know, going on maricon. Can you say that? Damn, drinking some uh, Victoria, so it's a little dark. It's I tried it. Weird. I tried it. It's pretty good. It's my first time trying Victoria. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a Mexican uh, dark lager, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking Ziegenbach still. No, that's my favorite. And uh, Chris is drinking some Corona Seltzer or Michelob Ultra. Oh, Seltzer. not too loud, Chris. Not too loud. Yeah, you ready? You want you want you want ten inch dick? Drink Ultra. Turn mic down, dude. Oh, all right, all right. Jeez. You need to raise your voice. I told, you, that, I told you about adding a new member, dude. It's like <laughs> all this friction and shit, bro. Anyway, uh, we get into the main event for that. I mean, is there any notable fights that you think we should talk about? Honestly? Um, honestly, no. No, there's not yeah, any that's, notable that's fights what I was on saying. the card. I mean, uh, I, I think these are guys that are going to make impression on a lot of us mm-hmm. for the first time. So. Yeah, yeah. Pitt, like I said, the way they fight, it, it's a point system. So these guys are out here to try to get points. Yeah, yeah they have an incentive. Yeah. an incentive yeah. to get yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah I like if you it. get like points it. to finish, and like I said, you get you get to the playoffs, you get to the playoffs, you win the playoffs, you win the whole championship. That's a million bucks. I think it's cool how they have the punch, the punch speed, and the stats yeah. right at the bottom. Dude, I was gonna say I that. Like cool. That. And they call it they, they call it cool. the, the smart cage. Did That's y'all hear that? Yeah, cool. and they have some cool camera angles, dude. Yeah, yeah they do. Wait, yeah. wait, like PFL's angles cool. that UFC and Bellator don't, and you and one don't I, have. They might be affiliated with UFC because it's on ESPN, and like I don't think Dana White would have like another organization making. I, I even like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like think, the ref cameras some, too. It, it might be like a DJ yeah. That's thing. another good point. Luis, the ref has a camera in his glasses. Oh yeah, it's kind of a throwback to pride, bro. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And I think UFC did it one time. I think it was like two or three pay per views where they had the the camera at the bottom of the mat. Did they have? And then they did away with that. But on here, they have that camera on the bottom of the mat. Like so it. it's pretty sweet. Did, it's pretty did, sweet angle. When did the goes to the ground? Did when the UFC went to Japan? I think it was Frank Yeager and Ben Henderson. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Did the did the ref have a ref cam? Does anybody remember? No, I, don't I don't remember think that. He did. I, I don't, don't think know. he did. <laughs> I watched that fight, but I don't remember. I remember Rampage came out to uh, to the Pride music. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sick. That was a good. Cool, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what are y'all's picks and predictions for uh, the main event? I'll go first. I got Kayla Harrison by TKO. I think that she's just levels above. By Dominic. Dominant, yeah, dominant. dominant She's going to slam the girl yeah. on her head, probably yeah. punch her in the face till think, the ref pulls her up. I think they're building her up uh, yeah. because that's the biggest star they have, honestly. Yep. And uh, real quick, her... Oh, Doug her... Pettis is on that fight card, bro. Oh, they don't have him on here on no? uh, on, on uh, Verdict yet. No? No. Oh, it was on... Shit. Is it on there? He's yeah, on right here. He's, he's right on there. On Sure Dog. On Sure Dog. So yeah, maybe. maybe. Well, remember he, he he could he had he was supposed he to got, fight last week. Yeah, he was supposed to fight. He got sick or something. Yeah, like they're scheduled. He, he got a tummy. Yeah, they were. They're, his tummy so, was hurting. So well, shit. I don't. I, 
it might be on this because I, I know they were gonna reschedule him. I don't know. Short too. So. Man Foyo, that's his name. His guy is gonna fight. Ralph Roush Manfio. But he didn't win his last fight in PFL. You got a drink. Ralph Maggio. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Karate Kid. <laughs> oh fuck. He's screwed, dude. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, uh, I, I think we all are. I think it's a unanimous decision. Kayla Harris is going to fucking oh, yeah. dominate, yeah. bro. They're yeah. grooming her. Yeah. They're grooming so her to be big. Let's move. I'm going to just breeze past this. This uh, IBF final flyweight uh, eliminator, Jay Harris versus, versus Ricardo Sandoval. That's going to catch that on ESPN+. Plus. It's going to be on Friday. And then on Friday as well, Bellator 261, Johnson versus Madovsky. Uh, we have to drink. Jesus. Yeah. Is there anything <clears throat> other than the main event on that card that y'all want to talk about? Because I didn't really think there was anything notable, man, honestly. No, nah, I'm going to be honest, man. No, it's not It's not Bellator's uh, best, best I think work. it's a super whack card. I'm sorry. I was looking at it, and I think the only other person I know is Liz Carmouche. You know, you know, usually yeah. those whack cards usually always end up pretty cool sometimes. Yeah, they get some you know, crazy you know, knockouts. People are calling get some crazy the UFC flash. card from today a terrible card, and yeah. guess what? It delivered. It was awesome. It was, yeah. it was an yeah. awesome card. Yeah, minus the, the main event. I mean, uh, if you look <laughs> out on sheet, the main event was going to be the best part of the fight. Right. That or um, uh, <sighs> Immortal. Oh, the one yeah, around, yeah, 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 yeah. Other than that, I mean, that's all you would, that would have stuck out to me. But when you watched it, it was pretty freaking amazing. Wait, what's that girl's last name? Oh, you got uh, Miles, number Miles six? Jury. Matchup number six, last name. Oh, that's right. We got a drink. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, that's a hard one. That had like, like almost every letter in the alphabet. Yeah, e- even though this night started off really hectic and negative, bro, I like the vibe of this show after seeing the fights because we're fresh off it. Yeah, we yeah, forced yeah. we forced each point. other to have to watch because usually if we don't watch it together, we're doing shit with our families. You know, we, yeah, we have to. So yeah, and it was it, pretty cool though, doing this, even though it's late though. It's been uh, Father Day weekend, and everything. Happy Father's Day to yep. so y'all out there. But, uh, yeah, but so we we had a you know couldn't what? do recording on Sundays. Yeah, it's a hard so. job, but someone's gotta do it, guys. <laughs> this is pretty yeah, fun I mean, too. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we watched so many fights today. I, I'm gonna go ahead and probably say. I probably watched more fights today in you know than I've I've ever watched in any other single day. Yeah. I I, I watched probably like close to like I'd say twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty my, twenty fights maybe. My day started early. I I, I watched the undercard of the Magia fight. Yep. Started at two thirty and saw Gabriel Zotto get a really sick knockout over a, a, a guy who was supposed to lose to. He went man, right? It's a good knockout, man. Gabriel Zala and he called out Jamie McGill. So it was pretty cool, man. It's really, it's the best time to be a fight fan, yeah. man. It's like almost overwhelming all the fights we got, yeah. man. It's pretty cool, bro. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome, man. It's I, really I, cool, I went all day watching fights, too, because I didn't catch the Thursday and Friday night ones. So literally all morning uh, b- before anything else started, that's what I was watching, the... the highlights of that yeah guys I mean that if you love the show guys help us out please give us a little time uh, and and share it put us on your Facebook your Instagram something because we're putting a lot of work into this show and I promise that we're going to take over this podcast game dude soon I promise because yeah. um, I don't know if it's the punk rocker in me but uh, I the whole corporate mainstream thing uh, is, is, is lame, bro. We, yeah, you got all these like the morning combat and was it? Who, what was the Josh Thompson and uh, Wayne? Wayne? In. They said that Jared Hurt fight was boring. Loose errors. Come on. 
No, yeah, man. Yeah. They're biased. They all they're getting paid by big promotions and they have to say certain things. We're we're gonna be the voice of the people. I promise you guys just yep. stick with us right now. Eventually yep. we're gonna do big things, man, and we're gonna we're gonna know you by name. We're gonna talk to you. We're never gonna be too big. We're gonna need to listen, yep. dude. And those guys won't listen to you. They won't care. And and my dream is to have like a call in thing and a live video, you know what I mean? Eventually. Yep. But that's like that's money that we don't have right now, but it's gonna get there, dude. I'm telling you that those guys don't have the balls to do that kind of stuff, man. And we're ready to debate. I mean, we're 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 like Stephen Crowder, yep. bro. Change our minds, bro. We can <laughs> fucking debate anybody, bro. Let's go. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we've been watching. I like uh, I watched some of the prelims. They were in the prelim on the UFC undercard. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Um, I can't even think of her name, but she looks like uh, Rom Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh, uh, uh, Verna. <laughs> John D. Roby. Did you ever see that John South Park? Yeah. When he's on the airplane, he's like, Rob Schneider is Rob Schneider. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Schneider is. He's <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> like that. And she, uh, she uh, I think she either uh, she broke her arm or dislocated it, but that girl went out in the second round, fought the whole round with one hand, with one arm. But, um, the ref's like, nah, I can't let you Dude, go to the and, next And rally, you know what? You got to think about it. Women have a high pain tolerance. Yeah. I mean, the father's in the room right She here. was crying that they stopped the fight. She wanted to keep going. Yeah, they they seen what a woman's body can do firsthand. You know, yeah. we've seen it. It's yeah. crazy, so. Yeah. Wish I hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy, right? No, it's it's it one is. of the weirdest. It's definitely Life rushed. beautiful and scariest and yeah. weirdest, grossest oh, things. It's, 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 it's an experience. It is. It's life It's an eye-opener. Yeah. Definitely. You don't think you'll shed a tear when you see fucking blood and mung everywhere, <laughs> right? But you are. Yeah. At the same time. So, like I said, it's a weird experience, and it's also awesome. Yep. All right. Next up, I want to boost this real quick on the Zan. You can catch this. It's a flyweight title fight. Uh, Julio Cesar Martinez versus Joel Cordova. And like I said, that's on the Zan. And I do think that is on Friday. If not, probably early Saturday. It might be like a UK card. All right, let's get into all into the main feast going on. Not the main feast, but part of the main feast. It's it's, it's a let me see. It's a three three course meal. All right, for the WBA regular junior welterweight title, Gervonta Davis versus San Antonio's own Mario Barrios, bro. And honestly, I smell an upset coming. I might be crazy and I might be biased because he's from my hometown, but I, I could see him winning. He's a big one forty pounder, long and lanky. He, he's listed at 5'10", but uh, a homeboy that I know uh, who says he uh, grew up with him says that boy about six feet. Um, he has an excellent jab. And on the on Davis's side, he's 5'5", moving up 10 pounds. He hasn't fought at 140. Okay, like in the Santa Cruz fight, he didn't look good up until that knockout. Let's be yeah, real. True. He really didn't. And and he and, and then it took him almost the whole fight to, to finish a, a shot version of little ass Gamboa. If if Barros could establish the jab early and keep Tank from getting on the inside yep. and stay disciplined, that's the key. Stay disciplined, but that Aztec where might come out and want some chingasos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if he could stay disciplined, bro, I could see an upset, man. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm hoping for it, man. Like you said, he's got to establish the jab early. He's got to keep the shorter, you know, um, <clears throat> more powerful fighter on on the outside, and. Um, and yeah, you know, just stay disciplined, stay patient, and uh, you know, not not play into Davis's game. You know, he's he's really got to be 
he's really got to have good footwork that night. He's, he can't be lazy. Because, you know, it just takes man. one, man. Yeah, but yep. he, he does have uh, a chance, you know, to, to upset Davis. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a good one. All right, next up, Vasily Lomachenko versus Matsayoshi Nakatana. I practiced Ooh. this one, guys. <laughs> Three-weight three world champion Vasily Lomachenko returns to action. Uh, Nakatana is a solid fighter. He got dropped bad twice in his last showing, but showed heart and rallied back with a knockout. Uh, Nakatana's actually looked decent against his fight against Timofimo Lopez. When I say decent... You know, he, I mean, Timo still won pretty much every round, but Timo's Timo, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's yeah. supposed to finish this guy, and he looked decent. So when you when you can make, when you can look decent against Timo Fimo Lopez, I think you're, you know, you're maybe not special, but you're real. You're, you're yeah. at that level, you know what I mean? Yep. yep. But on on, on uh, Lomo's side, I think he has a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He came off, not, he came off a big upset loss to Tio. And not just that, he got outboxed. Mm-hmm. The Matrix himself got outboxed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yep. I think he's going to come out with a chip on his shoulder and put on a boxing clinic, man. I, yes. I, I don't know if he's going to get the stoppage, but I think he's going to put on a boxing clinic, maybe get a UD, clear UD, where he looks like, wow, Lomo's back. Yeah, he's going to want to come out and make a statement and remind everybody why he was the number one pound for pound and what did this you know, fighter in the world. Oh, this is on. Uh, it's gonna be on ESPN Plus. Okay. Oh, nice. That's so perfect. this is nice. the last fight of their whole uh, header of that three week thing. First it was Shakur. Uh, today was anyway, and then next week it's gonna be Lomachenko. Well, I like that. That's cool. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him come out and give rounds away like he did against Lopez. I don't think we'll see him wait. Um, but yeah, he's got. Uh, I hope. I hope that's what we see anyway. I hope he comes out and we see him right away establishing dominance and you know uh, showing that he's not here to. You take a break, you know, and yeah, give away rounds like he did. I felt like in the Lopez fight, he just wasn't, he just wasn't himself those first couple rounds. He, he started just, turning you know, it up way too late. He did, yeah. And when he started to turn it up, you can see a difference in, like, okay, now this guy's here, you know, now he's fighting, now he's boxing, and I don't know, I don't understand why he did that in the Lopez fight. Yeah. Guys, real quick, I totally forgot we didn't get official picks for the Davis and Mara Barrios picks. You don't have to pick a round. It might be too much. We went through a lot today, but. uh just throw it out there, man. I'm gonna go with you, Steve. I'm gonna go with Barrios. I'm a, I love upsets. For the upset? I love yeah. upsets. Especially, you know, hometown, bro. Yeah, you gotta yeah. Yeah, you're gonna go for the And I, I know, Jamie, you're listening. If, if you wanna put money on that, I'm down. Hey. I know you listen. He'll give me that. He'll give me his Vima. Oh, <laughs> speaking of Jamie, it. check this out. So he messaged me. He says, hey, uh, Cub said that uh, you were sucking me off pretty good on the podcast the other day. And he's like, what episode was it? I was like, I, I, was like, I don't know. And, and uh, I was like, come listen to the show. And he's like, yeah. I was like, that's cool. I didn't even know uh, he knew about it or whatever. So, Cub, this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Dude, I want him to come back for the next episode. <laughs> All right, that's for you, Cub. Steve. Listening. Who? Huh? No, I'm a buddy of this. It's just our oh, buddy, man. Just okay. like, just homeboy. So I just it, thought that was it, funny. You know, that, that reminded me. I don't know if you've seen the, the episode of, like, where people have the crazy fetish obsessions or whatever. It reminded me of this this, this young dude. Uh, they interviewed him. He's like, hey, my name's uh, David, and I love sucking dick in the air. And he just goes, uh, uh, uh. Like, every time, like, literally, they, 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 they had a 30-minute interview with him. He was just talking. And as he's talking about every 10 minutes, he's like, uh, uh. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, real quick, the pick for Javante Davis. Uh, it's it's tough, man. It's such a hard pick for me. But I guess I'll go with you guys. I'll side with you guys. I'll go with Mario Barrios. We are going to upset Chris. Oh, oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay, I would never right. I would never thought you would pick oh, that, Chris. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Let's get to UFC Fight Night 190, Gain versus Volkov. And I know Gain is one of uh, Jeff's uh, boys. So he I'll is. kick I'm, it I'm off to high. him, man. I'm very high on Surreal Gun, but, but this is a tough matchup for him, man. Volkov is, I think, probably the tallest fighter on the roster. He's probably like six eight or six nine something like that Stefan Shu's not on the skyscraper's not on the roster anymore um and yeah and Volkov he's he's just good dude he's just a good striker and he's so he's huge you know Cyril Gunn's a big dude and he's gonna look small next to this guy I promise you because this guy made Alistair Overeem look little um he's and he showed in that Overeem fight he for one he beat the shit out of Alistair Overeem and he showed an awesome jab and when you got that kind of length and you establish a jab, it's going to be hard for anybody to get anywhere near you. He you got height, length, and yep. mobility. Yeah. He really it's does. It's rare, dude. It's That's rare. rare to have all that. Usually, if you're tall and lanky, you're fucking goofy. Yep. Like, what's that one guy? Like, Stefan Stroop, kind of. That <laughs> one boxer, the towering uh, Inferno, that's what they call him. Remember? Uh, he was all tall and long and goofy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just, I don't know. And, like, Tyson Fury, he has all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would think he'd... You know, it, that's just rare, and that's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's super tall. I mean, the the, the only... I mean, I can see Gan winning. Gan is also a freak of nature in his own way. He's <clears throat> he's a big dude. I think he's, like, 6'4", uh, and he's, like, super light on his feet, bouncing in and out. Kind of reminds me of, you know, Wonder Boy. Wonder Boy's at 170, though. <laughs> Cyril Gan's, like, 240 or something like that. And uh, he's just super quick, light on his feet, throws great kicks, and... Um, so, like, I can see Gon coming out and establishing, um, you know, leg kicks. I guess throwing leg kicks right off the bat because that's probably where he's going to, you know, have, have some success against Volkov if he tries to, you know, come out and throw some leg kicks. But I don't know, man. It's such a hard fight for me to pick. I'll probably go with um, I'll probably go with Gon. I think he'll figure it out. I think he'll figure out how to, how to beat him. I'll go with Cyril Gon in that one. Yeah, I'm also going with... Uh What's damn it? Serial gone. Here we go. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> His last fight, he he fought Josina Rosenstrike and he he made it look pretty easy. You know, a lot of people think that was a boring fight. I don't. I appreciated what I was watching. You know, he made it look easy. Uh, any other uh, notable fights? I know the same uh, OSP's fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be a good one. He's fighting Tanner Boser too, and. and yeah, that, that one won't be boring. I yeah. guarantee you someone's getting knocked out in that fight. So, oh, nice. yeah, definitely tune into that one. Anything else on that card, guys? Other than uh, this, there's some good fights, man. There's Andre Feely. something you have to tune into. See, yeah, I recognize yeah. Andre Feely. Yeah, it's another it's another free card, so don't expect any, you know, huge stars on this card. Um, although, you know, I think the Surreal Gone Volkov winner is getting a title shot. Uh, that, that guy, That's whoever wins that really fight. That's actually a really good main event, guys. Yeah, it's very this good. It's a really good main event. They're getting a title shot, whoever wins that fight. And then you got, like I, like we said, uh, Ovin St. Prue, Tanner Boser. Action. That's going to be action. Someone's getting knocked out. Um, Andre Feely, he's also known for putting on good shows. And then we got um, Reynaldo Moicano, who's also 
known to put on good fights. So yeah, we got another good fight, another good main card at least here for UFC Fight Night 190. Yeah, guys, it's a great time to be a fight fan. Um, not a good time to be married. I, I'm telling the guys I think we're probably gonna have to get divorced. <laughs> this is a lot of fights. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're gonna end up single watch, but we're doing this for you guys. As long as we got fights. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> fights in football, man. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, are, y'all are good. At least y'all got kids as a security oh, blanket. Dude, check this I don't out. Even no, know that. no, that's, no <laughs> money. They that's used money. it against you. Yeah. You, you don't have any single dad friends, bro? They, no. they just tell you horrors. Tell Ralph to tell him horrors of that oh, yeah. shit. Child support's a real thing, dude. It's scary. <laughs> hey, it what is. was that thing? If, if, if women could be abort babies and men should. Oh, yeah. Well, how does it go? We should be able to walk away child yeah, support free. Yeah, we should be able to walk away. Yeah. Child support free. <laughs> oh, my bad. We're getting Sorry. into something else. Bro. Sorry, that's all, the, all the drinks. We're feeling good, guys. It's all the drinks. Um, <laughs> um, any other notes from this card? No, sir. All right. On Sunday, guys, I'm going to breeze through it real quick, and I'm not even going to go through the fucking names because I don't know who they are. Oh, yeah. And you don't know who they are. Don't be a fucking poser. Uh, Risen <laughs> Federation fighting. Risen Federation fighting. Uh, 29. It's going to be at 1 a.m. Sunday. So, if you're staying up late, that's central time. And then Sunday uh, on Fox is uh, uh, another boxing fight. David Morel versus Mario uh, Carrasas. Carrasas, I'm sorry. I have not drink. We got to drink. I'm sorry, guys. Here we go. All right. And uh, that that's it for all the fight previews for uh, next week, man. So, we, I think we breezed through this pretty fast. Yeah, we tried to. I think this was the fastest one, man. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, we're going to do a couple fat rows again. <laughs> Be back. Be back, baby. All right, guys. I'm on that Oscar de la Hoya. <laughs> Fish scales, you know what I mean? No, that brand. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, baby. It is called TDs and Flying Knees, so let's get into the TDs portion. Get off to uh, Louis Luis. Let's get into it, baby. <laughs> yeah. Let's start off with NFL news. Uh, you know, as we know, it's too early in the offseason still. Uh, probably the only set of news that came out is uh, Xavier Howard is holding out, not showing up to many camps because he wants a contract reconstructed, even though he just signed a five-year contract last year. Um, to me, y'all, y'all know how I feel about that. I mean, you, you sign... You you were you're one of the high highest paid cornerbacks in the league. I know they just signed Byron Jones for a little bit of more money. And I know you just had a Pro Bowl year, but you're in your second year of your contract and you're asking for more money. That's crazy. I, I don't know. And you know, Jamal Adams is holding out too at a minicamp. Yeah, but, but the, he wants to restructure deal because he wants to stay. Exactly. The, pay the man. He's a game changer. Yeah, the difference pay him. is he's, he, he's, in, he's in his fourth year of the contract. Mm, yeah. This dude is in second year. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you just got a, you know, you just got a contract. I think it's you just... more sum, right? So, I mean, you yeah. can't trust him on this first. Exactly. Year. Like, I was the telling y'all earlier for me if, if if players want to do that then the team should have the option that if okay if you don't meet the the stats that you didn't put up last year when you asked for money then you should get paid less then do something where, where the team also gets something because the team is in the lose-lose situation yeah yep. and uh look at look at the zeke uh he asked for franchise money he played like a second stringer yeah he played like tony his backup he got record money, NFL record money. He's, he was the highest paid running back in the history of the NFL when Real he got quick, that deal. While we're on the Cowboys. Here we go. DJ, it's been called to my attention. 
that you are a closet Cowboys fan. Is this true? This is absolutely not true. Because okay? <laughs> I did see you with the Jason Wynn jersey once. What's Jason But Wynn? I know you're trolling me. It's, That's Jason I, Wynn. I know you're trolling me because uh, I think it's when the Seahawks play the Cowboys. Well, so. but well he, just, he that, just likes to see the Seahawks lose. It's Jason Wynn, man. You can't. Can't knock on Jason Wynn. <laughs> Everybody has their favorite football player, whether it's on their team or not on their team. There you go. That's true. So you know you can't knock on Jason Wynn. You know that guy's that guy's a Hall of Famer. Did he not? Yeah. All right. That yeah. I guess that's <laughs> we're just putting those rumors to rest. Yeah. So, <laughs> DJ is so, so. not a closet. Cowboys fan, you know, I yeah, you, might be closet something else. You, you know <laughs> what? Not. I think it's um, Cowboys fan. Have you ever seen The Office when uh, when uh, he was uh, doing like a window shutdown and then he'll offer mints to uh, to what's his name? Uh, uh, Dwight. Dwight. Yeah. And then he got Dwight liking yeah, liking he, the mints. He, he so he every time, him. yeah, he trained them right. So it's like every Sunday we for our Cowboys touchdown we take what what do a we do shot, shot, we take a shot. shot so we're just so, trained we're just trained to like so a Cowboys touchdown we're slowly being trained to like them but I still wouldn't cheer for the Cowboys that's a good point really you know what I mean so every time I see a Cowboys touchdown you know what that means for me right I'm getting a shot you know exactly. speaking, of, way. speaking of football, Royal speaking of speaking of football season yeah uh, it's I can't wait to be at uh, DJ's dad's house. Wow, football season. It's a great environment. It yeah. really is. It's fun. It's like yep. uh, best time of the year. It's, it's family. And then, you know, me being a, a friend. Well, should, you know, Jeff and Luis married into the family. So I guess mm-hmm. they're kind of from my almost perspective. But yeah. they treat you like family right away. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun over there, man. I, I can't wait to be over there barbecue every fucking Sunday, bro. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Food awesome. Shots for sure. Cold beer, shots. As long as, oh as, long as the Cowboys are scoring touchdowns, we're going to get exactly. shots. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And if Dak Prescott stays healthy, we're going to get a lot of them. Yeah, anyway. football season is, is is my favorite time of year because we don't only have fights on Saturday night, but we got oh, Sunday morning football dude, guys, too to wake up to. Guys, if you think we're in deep shit now with the wives... Cause oh, what time is it right now? Wait till football. It's one thirty. Oh yeah, dude. Shit. I I literally need to change my job. I'm probably gonna get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> literally, like once football season starts, like literally the time for my wife is just the weekend. So once it starts, like I'm like, you know, she's gonna make me pick, you know. Yeah. And she's not gonna like the choice. Did <laughs> <laughs> you that's your brother-in-law? <laughs> for now. Hey, he's crazy. Yeah, for crazy. now, right? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. He has, a, he has a point that he's arguing on, but you know, <laughs> she does do her editing, so she is gonna hear all this. By the way, oh, oh yeah, she I'm, does a great I'm, job in editing. I'm Thank good. you, Bree. Like I said, a good thing AGB's twenty four hours. I'm going there right now. <laughs> Get some flowers. <laughs> yeah, you all get right. the discount on the ones that are gonna die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into uh, our divisional talk. Are we, and, are we gonna uh, talk? Start with the weakest team, like we used yes, to. Yes, we are. All right. Let's start with the yes, weakest we team. Yes, we are. We already did the Seahawks. Was though. it? Oh. <laughs> Wait, no, focused. we did the, pa- the Packers. Lab. Yeah. No, we haven't done them yet. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> nah, we're we'll we the worst for last, right? <laughs> <laughs> we are talking AFC South. That means the Texans, the Jaguars, the Colts, and the Titans. Wait, did you say this is the what? The the worst? No, no, we no. Start no, we're just with starting the with the worst team. We're starting with the worst team. In the division. Oh, wait, arguably, Anthony, 
Yeah, yeah man, I'm, I'm sorry, no, cousin I'm Anthony. Yes. Anthony like, arguably, yeah. <laughs> arguably, in everybody's pick, this is gonna be the worst team of the year. Nah, that's true. And uh, <laughs> you know, he knows it. I just yeah, wanted he to make sure it. I pointed that out that they we're gonna start with the weakest team in that division. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry to invite right now, uh, Anthony and his barbecue pick. Oh, are welcome over here. By the way, any TDFK. By the way, he did call session. us out last week <laughs> on last week's episode. Oh yeah, because we were talking about how Tom Brady never had an elite <laughs> wide receiver, but everybody knew he had Randy Moss. Yeah, right. Randy Moss. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But we're just talking about like, like he never had a receiving elite receiving core. Yeah, basically, you know, I mean, he, he had, had Randy Moss. He had Moss. He had Welker, who did really well. Yeah. He, um, yeah. Who else did really good? Who's after? Oh, Edelman. Edelman. That's it. Like after Welker left, he really didn't have a big name receiver. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Yes. Yes. You're yeah. Right. We're, we're gonna start talking with the Houston Texans and I guess you know let's let's get right into it the biggest question and honestly for me if I were to roster a Texans player it would be Deshaun Watson if he played or Brandon Cooks because he's the number one target there Mm -hmm. no matter what but uh I don't know what are y'all thoughts on Deshaun Watson is he playing is he not to me in my opinion if he plays it's not gonna be for the Texans like, like he's gonna play for like a massage place or what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> too soon. No, no, we're not gonna go there yet. All right. Uh, I mean, he's he's made it clear that he wants to get traded out, and like I said, I mean, if you know, legally we we don't know what's going on. We don't know if he's getting suspended. We don't know. You know that if it's gotten real quiet for for the last month, so all those cases. Just yeah, I still don't think he'll play anywhere. I think he's going to be suspended. Uh, I just don't think that yeah, don't they think can let him plays. play. I think it sends a, a wrong wrong message, uh, especially. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I could be wrong because I guess you were innocent until you're proven guilty, right? Of course. And he hasn't been proven guilty, America, so we'll, we'll see. I, I don't think he'll play. That's just my opinion. Uh, although I'm hoping he plays because, you know, Deshaun Watson is a uh, is you know one of the best fantasy quarterbacks out there, and without him, we have one less quarterback, you know, on the board. So, so, so yeah. I mean, I I I, li- I listen to a lot of conspiracy theories just because it's fun. It's funny to yep. me sometimes. <laughs> but it's kind of weird that um, he talks about st- uh, sitting out this season, and then all these these things come up, and just supposedly the lawyer that's you know defending these women are. Are um, are the neighbor to the owner? So what? Like it's it's pretty, it's pretty sketchy. It's always like that, man. But it's weird. But then again, yeah. you know, I mean, the Texas organization is is uh, it's kind of crappy like that. I mean, but let's see what happens. I mean, I don't think he's gonna win. I, th- I don't think he's gonna play. He wanted to sit out, right? Yep. And he's one of those ones that that Luis gets triggered on that they sign a big contract deal. And then they're like, nah, you know, I don't like this team. So triggered, dude. Like, but you know if, what? If you want to change like that, then sign one-year contracts. Yeah. That's all you got to do. And then, and then, uh, yeah, but they don't want them. They want long contracts. Then, and then you they know what? Re- you hold out, you don't get paid at all. Yeah. You, should, you should get fun. Just don't get me started. And that coach, that coach prior before. Uh, oh, Bill O'Brien. Oh, he definitely bent them over. Yeah. I think he gave away their best players. He oh, did. man. And did, yeah, he did these horrible things at the end. And got he, nothing back. He was he on the way out. up that team, bro. I mean, they traded Diggs out for a number one pick, but no. yet they traded Hopkins out for oh, a yeah. number two. You give me, come on. 
That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, and he got David Johnson. Don't forget. And and talking about the now that me that you mentioned David Johnson, have you seen the running back depth chart for the Texans? What are they doing? David Johnson, dude? Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Who's the fuck Rex Burkhead. They even have Rex Burkhead. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you know you're staying away from this backfield. Bro. Oh, dude. yes. Is it gonna Big be a time. committee? Is it gonna be like? I guarantee. David, it's a David Johnson was actually a solid pick last year. Like he actually averaged, uh, I think, above twelve points a game less, and uh, he had he had a bunch of carries and he had a bunch of catches, but that was all Deshaun Watson. I don't even know who the quarterback is if Deshaun Watson. Look at that receiving Tyra court, Taylor. bro. Look at that receiving It's Tyrod Taylor. Yep. Uh, so yeah. I think we can all agree if Deshaun Watson is ruled out for the entire season. Let's just say for the you know for the for this question that I have you guys, if he's out the whole season, are you drafting anybody on the Texans? Yeah, I said Brandon Cooks just because he's going to be the clear number one. Target. I, I wouldn't even drop. I want to touch anybody. Well, late bro. round, late late rounds. I'm talking about like ten. You know what I mean? Like okay. late rounds where it's just a coin toss to see if he busts. Because I mean, if if you get him in the late rounds, you're getting a potential number one target. Yeah, if you're getting Brandon Cooks in the tenth or eleventh round, yeah, I can see you taking him there. Yeah, yeah for sure. But, other but than that, so let's say Watson's team. playing. He he they go he goes up. Oh, yeah, up, right? Watson plays. He goes up. Yeah, yeah everybody goes gotcha. up. I think. Yeah. Everybody goes. Whoa. I, I like well, the running back. I, I don't. I I wouldn't touch the running backs just because I don't know what they're gonna do with that. You would definitely do a passing backs. So we'll go with Lindsey, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I actually feel like I actually agree with you there. I think Lindsey. If you had to pick one, I would pick Lindsey. The only thing that scares me away from him is he can never stay healthy. That's yes. True. Yeah. I mean, got Mark Ingram. He he's kind of a stud, but he's he he's not fast. He's not. He's getting old too. Yeah. He's not fast, and he, he doesn't have the speed. I mean, he has he can. He can play. He can play the game. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, but, yeah. But you're not gonna. I'm looking at the team. It's like yeah. No man, it's terrible. Sorry, Anthony. My so uh, gotta get your brown bag. Just for Anthony on the IDP side. You yes, there's anybody. Uh, uh, what's his JJ name? JJ Watt, uh, right? McKenny. Oh, yeah. Not anymore. Soon. Sorry, Anthony. McKenny. <laughs> he's a good linebacker. Always gets a lot of tackles. I mean, and their defense is gonna be out on the field a lot. <laughs> so honestly, most of the secondary true. is really good because they're gonna get a lot of tackles. Justin Reed. Justin Reed, yep. Yeah. He's, a, he's definitely a uh, safety. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, I guess the biggest question coming in for them is, what do you think about their their rookie, their number one pick, uh, Trevor Lawrence? How do you think he would do fantasy-wise? Is he even going to play? I don't know, dude. I, I think that's that funny you. that... Yeah, it's funny that... Have the, him first? The coach, they had an interview, and he actually said that he still doesn't know who the who the starter will be. But I think every I think the whole world knows who's, who's starting week one. Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, it's going to be C.J. Beathard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's pretty good. Mm, he's all right. But, uh, yeah, he's all right. I, I think I think Menchu. I think Menchu's going to start the season. I think that's really? what, that's what they do. I think I think they do it just to you know they, they either he can win. I mean, he's he's fun to watch. He, he's not a boring quarterback to watch. He'll throw the ball up. Yeah, he'll make some mistakes. You think but. everybody's trying to copy like the Mahomes? Type of route and trying to like make them hold out a year and then see if they learn. Or I think something? I think that's everybody's playbook to get a, a rookie quarterback. They want them to sit out because the game's a little faster than, than yeah. college. If so. you can, yeah, you should yeah, probably you should, do that. But um, I've, I've heard a lot of good things though from from Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and I mean, he was one of the highest rated quarterbacks coming out of any rookie class. Yeah, I think keep, since Andrew Luck. I'm keeping Tebow on yeah. my bench, baby. No, so I can have that Marigold aura. You know what I'm saying? There you go. There you go. I mean, I think Tebow they might use. 
use him as a Taysom Hill. He might do a, a bunch of Wildcats in the in the red zone. Hey, maybe I, don't I know. could uh, probably gonna get Tebow in the second round. I'm not even gonna lie. Maybe you mean was the the New Orleans quarterback? That you could play for a yeah, a tight end a little bit, yeah, yeah. But that was cool. You could play him for, as a as a as tight end, as a tight end. Uh, only under the only under ESPN though. Man, that was pretty that. sick. That's pretty sick little play. If you got it, if you got away with that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was only for like a, a week. Well, no, you could okay. do it for a while, but no, for that you one week when he got announced as a starting quarterback, it was only that one week they allowed it. And then you couldn't you add or make any changes to your lineup until you moved him. Yeah. To the quarterback. Wow. But uh, I guess uh, another big question is uh, DJ Chark. Is he, is he worth it to draft for y'all? I mean, it depends how good Trevor Lawrence is, man. Like for me, man, because just looking at the wide receiver names, uh, uh, I was high on DJ Chark last year and he let me down. Um, Marvin Jones was a solid little flex play back when he was in. Oh yeah, I forgot in, they just signed in Detroit. And I know uh, Siobhan is someone, a lot of people were high on, you know, like Siobhan. a sleeper. Siobhan, Siobhan. Oh, you mean, uh, LaVisca LaVisca Chanel. Yeah, What about uh, Dorsett? You think he's going to do something? No. Or he could be something? Well, the base, my, my, one of the base takeaways I, I took from the draft and, you know, this team is that, um, they fucked up their backfield fantasy wise, you know. Like we we had a clear number one back, James, James Robinson, Robinson, who was they, super so, consistent so last they, year. They now they drafted they, Travis Etienne. Dra- yeah, they drafted Travis Etienne. So now that now that makes this backfield for me someone uh, backfield that I'm not. You know, James Robinson, he's someone I would get in the second round. Yep. You know, based on the production that he had last year and how involved he was. But now they spent you know such a high draft pick on this running back, this rookie running back, and now he's listed number one on the depth chart. So I'll yes. probably avoid this backfield to be honest for, for me if if i can get travis Etienne in one of the late late rounds mm-hmm. i will just because he is amazing uh catching the ball and i feel like they're gonna be down Behind. in a lot of games okay and i i feel like that's gonna benefit him and he's gonna be the clear number one by week four for that, me that's in my a good opinion. sleep travis Etienne? like uh mm-hmm. yes. you think he'd be that much better than james robinson he's good pick. No, James Robinson was really good, dude. But I just, I think I mean, he, he might be a third down you, back. You, you don't spend that mm-hmm. much draft capital on a running back if you don't plan no. for him to be your number one. That's a good point. They, they got Carlos point. Hyde, DJ. I know they got Carlos. Yeah, they also <laughs> signed Carlos. It's, it, uh, I know their backfield is untouchable, but for me, the biggest sleeper and the biggest gamble would be Etienne, where your ratio from from a hit to bust is is just the best on him. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, Robinson, undrafted last year, uh, came out amazing. I mean, I yeah, think he, he had the, the, the best the best reps for any running back in the league. Yeah, I, I'm honestly, I'm confused. I don't know why they would waste the draft pick when they got such a good running back already on the roster. You well, know? they also had a shitload of picks, so. <laughs> I know, but. Yeah. I but think look, at they that point, they were get, like, Did they get a receiver? What? Let me get him. Did they um, get a receiver? No. No. They could have, you know, got a young receiver for Trevor Lawrence. I don't you know. know. I think Tri- uh, Chenault might be. They a, did. They a got good Tim Tebow too. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I, I feel like any pick you get, I, I think DJ Shark is the make it or break a year for him this year. And to me, I, I'm not willing to gamble on that. Mm. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That, it seems confusing. Uh, I think a lot. You're going to realize a lot of the teams in AFC South are going to be real. 
confusing on a lot of these players, especially this this one too as well. We don't know what the quarterback they're going to play. You don't know what kind of schemes they're going to do. Yeah, if I had to pick a receiver, it would be Chark. Um, because like Louis said earlier, they think they are going to be behind in games a lot. So if I had to pick a pass catcher from this team, it would be DJ Chark. For sure. Yeah. I see they have Philip Dorsett, but he's always hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he was in the Seahawks last year. I, mean, he, I don't yeah, think he, he had play, a snap. He didn't play one game. Fucking little bitch. <laughs> uh, on the IDP side, anybody? Uh, I know Joe uh, Sh- uh, Schubert had a. Yep. I was high on him. Oh, now Miles last Jack. season, and he did terrible. And I know Miles Jack was a you know, sleeper Jack. kind of pick because he started getting some sacks. Yeah. So I didn't see they added uh, uh, CJ CJ Henderson is a good cornerback. They signed last. Uh, they they drafted last yeah, year. I don't like playing cornerbacks in IDP. Yeah, I safeties like, is way better. Yeah, I like safeties. You get, you know, it depends Especially on the those matchup, safeties you know? that move up. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else, guys? No. Let's move on to the next team. Will be the Indianapolis Colts. Oof. And uh, for me, the biggest question is: Is Carson Wentz? Uh, gonna come back to the MVP form that he had when oh. the Eagles had the Super Bowl run. Oh, that means uh, oh, you play mean great. Nick Foles and, yeah, Nick Foles, I mean, Nick Foles did injured. win it, but before before that, Carson Wentz when he got hurt, he was in the MVP talks. He, he, did, he, was, he did have an good. amazing. He did season. look good, and then you know, he, and and not only that, okay. uh. The head coach from the Annapolis Colts was his, the offensive coordinator at the time for the Eagles. Interesting, interesting. So they, they are coming back. And then also he's he's uh, getting paired up again with uh, Burden, the tight end. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I, I feel like uh, uh, Wentz is, is, might come back. Uh, he, he is. He's going to have a better line, better running game. And uh, I feel like if he plays smart, doesn't try to force the ball as much as he usually does, uh, he should have a good season. You think that the receiving core is going to be good? I don't think the receiving core is is better than the one he had at the Eagles, but... Well, the Eagles didn't have a good receiving core either, right? I think it is better. I mean, I don't... You think... You well, think I don't... I mean, not, not maybe not this year because they added Smith. Yeah. You know, but um, I think compared to what he had... Um, you know, and then you compare that to what they have here. I don't see why Hilton's getting older and he's not what he used to be, but I think he's still reliable yeah. as long as he's healthy. He's still better than anything he had over there, right? Yeah, I think the who was his number one receiver over there? Uh, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, no, Alshon Jeffrey. Oh, Alshon Jeffrey, but him yeah, too. But he was always hurt. Yeah, yeah, always hurt. That, that whole year he stayed healthy, though. I think. No, and then oh, he also okay. had uh, Zach Ertz. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that was his number one target, Zach yeah. Ertz. So, uh, I don't know. And then, what do you think about the running backs? Uh, Jonathan Taylor is actually getting drafted pretty high oh, on yeah. a bunch of mock drafts. First round right pick. Now. Too yeah. high for me, man. First, no, not even know. first round pick. I've I oh, seen them go top five sometimes. Crazy. I think he is a first round pick, though, for sure. Yeah, he's a first round pick. I don't know uh, about top five. Top five, but I think if he falls. What, what scares me is Hines. Hines did really good last year. And actually, uh, this is a cool fact. Was that fact. one game he got like 30 points? Yeah. Everybody went to, this is the first game, yeah. right? This yeah, that was that, that was a game. Uh, Chris played him against me, but you know we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Dang, Chris! But uh, no, uh, actually, a fun fact about Naheem Hines: he was actually one of two players to play all games last year. Mm. You want to guess who the other one was? Derrick Henry. Mm. Well, of course, Derrick. Yeah. So that's a fun fact, and I don't know. That's that's what scares me. And not only that, uh, Marlon Mack—they signed him back for one year. 
I mean, I know I know he's coming off the Achilles injury, but uh, that also scares me a lot because you, you never knew how they were going to try to use him. He's yeah, a really he good running back. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he is. He just has a lot of fumble issues. And injury issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Uh, are you really high on Taylor? Like, let's say you have seventh, eighth pick. Will you pick him? Yeah. Uh, I'd be comfortable taking him around there. Yeah, I like who, Taylor. Who are you taking him over? You take him over Chubb? No. I'll take Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb over Jonathan Taylor. Steve? Even though Kareem Hunt's over there. Well, it's a good question. Uh, Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb? That was tough. Oh, man. Well, where are they going around? The same? Yeah, yeah. Said first if round. you have seventh or eighth pick. Seventh, eighth pick. And they're both there. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Oh, man. It's tough. It's tough. It is tough. I, I will go with Nick Chubb because he has a better wide receiving core. Yeah. That's the tiebreaker for me because uh, even though T.Y. Hilton is reliable, I don't think anybody is really worried about anybody on that wide receiver core, man. Just think about it. Like, uh, maybe Paris Campbell every now and then when they go deep. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, like, I like that rookie they had last year. Uh, what was his name? Um... Uh, rookie they had last year, Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, he's he, pretty good. I, I think out of all the receivers, I will take. I, I, I think it'll be him. I think yeah. he had a a decent year last year. Uh, they made plays for him, obviously, and uh, I don't know. I, I I think he will. He he's a good sleeper for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like him. I like Pittman, man. If I had to pick a receiver, I'd go with Pittman. Yeah, and not only that, uh, Wentz loves to go through his slot receivers, so. Uh, Payment will most likely be there uh, most of the time. You, you think the tight end position might have a chance because, you know, Wentz does throw to his tight ends. He does. He, so that's he, what I was saying. Yeah, Maybe, Jack Doyle is actually a decent tight end too, man. He's not He's not bad. Yeah, but it's just that because uh, they still have Moiley Cox, right? Yeah, was, was Jack Doyle a starter last year? Because I know yeah, Jack Doyle Cox was, was playing. No, they had someone else. In uh, Trey Burton. Trey Burton, that's who it was. Yeah, he he Trey played Burton. for the Eagles. He played with Carson Wentz too, and and that was one of his favorite oh, targets. It's just, Trey Burton was a bust on the fucking Bears. Yeah, big yep. time that he year. Was big a couple time. years ago. And actually, the reason why he went to the Bears was because he did so good for the Eagles. Mm. That was before uh, Dallas Goddard's breakout. Mm. It was actually uh, Zach Ertz and Burton. So he threw a touchdown pass. Yeah. He threw. He, yeah, he, he did the Philly special. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the one that threw for the Philly special. You're right. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's it's gonna be tough. Uh, the best player, like I said, is Jonathan Taylor. But yeah, uh, to me, he's a hit or is miss. Is he? Or is it Darius Leonard? There you go. Mm. I oh, think he's right. the best player, <laughs> the best line linebacker for IDP ranking. Yes, he is. Yeah. I put him he's first. A tackle monster. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is, man. And then he's they have special. DeForest Buckner. Yep, yes. they do. Pretty good for your what uh, defensive tackle yep. position. Yeah, it depends on your sack I, I points and stuff I like that. I haven't looked at the rankings yet. I don't know where he's at, but I don't think it'll be too high. It depends if you have an all, deep, uh, all IDP league, but usually we our league and. We usually there's some people like Chris who goes really early and fucks it up for everybody on IDP. <laughs> but uh, usually, usually you pick later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. But, um, All right. Let's move on to the last team. Will be the Tennessee Titans, and uh, I guess the the bigger talks will be. Uh, it's probably the most the, exciting team. Yeah, the most division. exciting team in the division. Easily, uh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Especially now that they got Julio Jones. Uh, Crazy. 
We don't. What receiver y'all taking first on this team? Uh, AJ oh, Brown. AJ Brown for sure, dude. I'm gonna have to but agree I think with you guys. Julio Jones He's might more have explosive some off the ball. If you could stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so worried about his hamstrings. I feel like every year it's a hamstring or ankle it's or not something. It's gonna change, bro. He's just getting older and. Sometimes your body can't keep up, man. Do you think Derrick Henry has another dominant year? Oh, I think he's in his prime right now, man. Yeah, I think he has oh, another one. But I hate to say it, dude. I don't like saying this, but whenever a running back has some a couple years where they have good health, they just feel like they're due to for something to go wrong. I, you think, know? He, I think he's just a different beast, man. He's special. Like he is, every every well, year, right. every year. I mean, you get him in the, in the beginning of the year, you're not gonna like the points he puts up. They have a, but by week five, one. week six, he's on a roll. I mean, yeah. the terror. By the time he's playoff a, comes, NFL he, fantasy for fantasy has Derrick Henry as their number one. Yeah, RB. Yeah. Is that a PPR? I don't think that's PPR. No, yeah, that's not PPR. If it's PPR, if no. it's PPR, he he goes to like. I mean, he still drops still down three, to four. Four, yeah. Yeah, three and four. Yeah, it doesn't let you choose. But uh, I guess uh, one thing that helped out Henry with the injuries, Jeff, is that he sat down behind Demarco Murray for like two years. Mm. So I think that's what helped him a lot too in his health and that why he doesn't get injured. Yeah, the first two years of the season, he didn't play the first half of the season. I mean, he was he was on the field the whole season mm-hmm. but but the first half was the Murray show you know and the Mark Murray was fun to watch but uh, when he did come out there he showed a little glimpse of something special and and yeah. now it's showing now I mean he's he ran what 2,000 yards yeah he, he passed 2,000 yards well, would you be the year before with like 1,900 almost there close, I think he was like yeah. shy like 80 yards no 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 I think he had a 2,000 yard season yeah he had two back to back yeah no 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 sure? I don't think he, he no. missed it he missed it very he was like close to getting I it I think it was like I thought he did it's off the top of my head I think it was almost 80 yards shy yeah he was a little bit short I think but he has he always and then for three years in a row he's busted out Two games a season was over 200 yards. So you're comfortable so taking that's him? That's crazy. In the top five? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, top five, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely top five running back today. What about, let's talk about the the throwing part, uh, Ryan Tannehill. Are you are you comfortable top drafting 10? him? Top 10 quarterback. Yeah, I, think. I like Tannehill. Tannehill looks, like, he looks different from when he was in, it's just, in Dallas. I mean, in Dallas. Uh, Miami. Miami, yeah. Yeah, but The only thing that scares me about Ryan Tannehill is that. Uh, his throwing stats are are um, like he he relies too much on that play action with Derrick Henry. So I feel like if Derrick Henry is out, gets hurt, I feel like that will affect him a lot. But he can run that ball too. So it's yeah, I know like, he can run that ball, but I don't know. And then he has he he has Brown that he throws to. He likes All I know is uh, in mock drafts that I seen, he he's dropping down big yeah. time to like. Oh, you can get him like in the eighth round. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's there even later than that. And honestly, I'm happy with that. I mean, I get Tannehill in the eighth round, possible top ten quarter uh, quarterback, like you said, Jeff. Mm-hmm. If I get him in the eighth round, that means I'm stacked on on receivers. You taking Tannehill or Brady? Tannehill. Mm, yeah, Tannehill. I I, I, yeah, I like I quarterbacks that can rush. That's just that's just me and my preference. Yeah, that's the ex- I mean, that might be the tiebreaker between them. Are you yeah. taking Jalen Hurts over him? No. No, yeah, they haven't ranked. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Why. No, a, a lot of people have Jalen Hurts ranked uh, high, but I just don't think his, his pass accuracy is that good. Me neither. And, uh, and guys, we're going off of uh, fantasy pros. Jalen rankings. Hurts. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> they just honestly they they uh they also because I mean a lot of people predict Zach him Harris. to to run over for like twelve hundred yards. Yeah, right there. To have over twelve hundred yards rushing, 
and they predict that, and I think that's what bumps Jalen Hurts up above a lot of people. But I just, I just don't think his passing numbers will be there. Yeah. So who, y'all, y'all taking Lamar Jackson before Dak Prescott? No. 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 And that's no. isn't for a running back position, dude. <laughs> for for me, I love that. I, I hope it stays this way because I would that's love beautiful. to have Dak Prescott on the cheap. Yeah, look at yeah. Would you take Aaron Rodgers over Tannehill? Well, uh, Rogers not gonna play. He's not gonna play. No, no, he's gonna play, guys. He's oh, not gonna yeah. play. Yeah. Y'all wish. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, so you take what would you take, Brady or Tannehill, Jeff? I I lean towards Tannehill for sure. Uh, I just like uh, I don't know why, dude. I just something about Tom Brady in fantasy, and I just don't feel like I can trust him. You know, like if you're talking about non-fantasy, yeah, I'd off take Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about fantasy football, I'm going with Ryan Tannehill. He always starts off slow in fantasy, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And he we're does. like, oh, he's over, and then he starts. Yeah, that's how. When you well, drop him is when he starts going off. Yeah, once these reporters start talking crap about it, he's already done. He's done. He's washed, you know. He's yeah, going to be yeah. out there, and then next thing you know, he comes back and... Right. Uh, be- before we finish, uh, for me, a notable no- notable sleeper to talk about is Ferkser, the tight end for the Titans. Uh, he actually had a really decent amount of targets every time John o. Smith was out. And I think he's one of the only tight ends on the depth chart, too. Yeah, his yeah. backup is Jeff Swaim. Exactly. So so yeah. I, I think that's a notable sleeper to get in the late rounds. We all know how the tight end landfield is terrible. Terrible. So, I mean. If you, if you didn't get the top three, then just fucking don't worry about it. Exactly. <laughs> just don't that's just fucking come back later. You're, you're doing coin toss anyways. Might as well do a coin toss in the later rounds. Yeah, guys, don't stress out about yeah. tight end. If you're not willing to get the top three or they're not there, honestly, you're just you, going to you stream, be, bro. But yeah. if you want a top three, you, you better be prepared to give up a second round pick. Yeah, you gotta be dedicated to one of those top three. Who's the top three? Uh, Kelsey, Kittle, Waller. Kelsey, Kittle, Waller. Yeah. So if you can't get them guys, then don't worry about it. I don't know. This year, I'm stacking another Kittle Waller over. Honestly, I even seen Pitts drop all the way to sixth round. I I might even take that. That's a good gamble, right? Yeah, I'd gamble on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another quick question Uh, Who guys would you rather take? AJ Brown or um, Calvin Ridley? Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm, I might go AJ Brown because he's a true number one. We don't know if Calvin really is a true number one. We're gonna find out this year because Hulu. Yeah. Hulu Jones I mean, he did. Re- he did do really yeah, good. Yeah, I know, but he still had the day. Yeah, well, Hulu Jones well, no, hurt a Hulu lot. Jones was was, yeah, was out right. a couple games. And he I guess did he really is a good. true number one. He's out a lot of games. I just uh, I think uh, you get he's a, AJ Brown's on a better team. That's the. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, AJ Brown's definitely. I, I I've been drafting him since he was a rookie, so yeah. It's close, but yeah, I'd, I'd go with AJ Brown. I never had an issue with not having AJ Brown. He catches a lot. Of, he gets oh, a lot that, of that they look. They got and he gets Darren Waller. Fantasy Pros has Darren Waller the number two tight end over George Kittle. Ooh. Well, I. I like that. I mean, Darren Waller does get targeted a shitload. Yeah, like, and, I, and I believe that because Kittle, even though Kittle doesn't get targeted that much, when he does get the ball, he makes a play. But yep. Waller does get the target. So if, it, if they got points for broken tackles, Kittle would yeah. be the number one. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> points for broken tackle. 
or pancakes if they get points. Yeah, points. Hey, pancakes. you know what? They I think there's leaks. Titans. There's leaks where you can customize certain things. Because I think them. I think Titans are are pointless. Like you said, you get three. They're like kickers. You get three points. You know, what I mean, you get three tap Titans, right? But you if they get a good pancakes, one, yeah. you know, points for pancakes. You know, can we remove kickers? I can't believe Tunyon is that low. Well, maybe because uh, fucking what's his, uh, Aaron Rodgers is not gonna play. Maybe. Yeah. Well, Tunyon, honestly, he relied on a lot of touchdowns, too. Yeah, he did. He was touchdown. Uh, touchdown dependent. He, he yeah, only got, he really like, touchdown dependent. He, I don't know how many targets he got, but I know he only got, like, three, four catches Well, he, he only got 400 yards in the season. Evan Ingram is surprisingly low, too. Dude, he 14. had a lot of drops, bro. <laughs> yeah. A lot of drops. Yeah. And uh, that gets me to another question. Who who would you take? Uh, Julio Jones? Oh, no, not Julio Jones. We'll go A.J. Brown because we established that A.J. Brown's the better one, right? Yeah. A.J. Brown or Kenny Galladay in the New York Giants? A.J. Brown. Oh, A.J. Brown, easy. bro. That's oh, really? That's easy? Bro. You don't yeah. Yeah. Very easy. Yeah. I don't know, man. Get, uh, Danny Dimes loves to throw deep. He has a good deep ball. Yeah. yeah. What about Mari Cooper, A.J. Brown? So look, this that's a little tougher. This yeah, is probably what you're gonna see. probably go with AJ Brown like, still. Really? That tier two is probably what you're gonna see Cooper draft day. Because Cooper a lot is, of mouths to has, feed. Yeah, there's too many mouths to feed. No. Out of this, I'd see. either go with AJ Brown or DK Metcalf or Keenan Allen. Man, that's for me. Out of what? Out of this little tier right here. Oh, okay, tier two. That's that. a tough one too. AJ Brown or DK Metcalf. That's a tough. That's, that's a, a tough, tough one, bro. Yeah, that's a tough one. Ooh. I'll also go AJ Brown. I'll go AJ. Because uh, okay, pick two, Seahawks. pick two from there. You can pick two. Who would you DK pick? and AJ. If I, on the two tier. Tier two, yeah. Tier two. Let's see. Um, I'll take AJ Brown, obviously. And um, geez, that's a hard one. Rip. Uh, no, I won't take that. Jefferson. I think. Uh, I'll, I'll roll the dice. With, I'll roll. Yeah, the you're dice right. I think Allen Robinson's a, a sleeper, man. I hope. I think Keenan Allen. Robinson. Keenan Allen is a sleeper because yeah. I think Justin Herbert. Yeah. Got him the ball. Yeah. I will go. I will Did go. A good job. I will go Ridley and Robinson. You know, I, I am curious about Robinson. No, no, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. I'm curious. I think about Robinson. Robinson's people sleep on Robinson, bro. You would go Ridley and Robinson out of all those wide receivers, right there. Yeah, I would. I, I saw, I, I saw I, this I'm cartoon. gonna gamble on Ridley being a really good number one receiver. Are y'all gonna do a bet right now? I guess. Who's gonna do better? Or can there be a bet? Now nah, we already got a bet. Y'all can okay. do a bet with him. I saw a cartoon that, that it was a it was like a highlighting like top players to make the ultimate team, and they showed uh, Allen Robinson in there. He goes, who's this guy? He goes, I'm Allen Robinson. I never heard of you. He goes, I play for the Bears. Yeah, I don't know. I never. <laughs> you know, like that because he's a sleeper. He he's good. He has they, talent. But you, you know, Allen Robinson has uh, three years in a row over a hundred targets yeah. in a season. Damn. I didn't know that. I did not know he, that. Dude, I'm telling you, if he had a decent quarterback, yeah. he, he would be top. So who's their, who is their quarterback now? I know they drafted uh, Justin so they, Fields. But. So they said uh, the – actually uh, – Oh, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is the starter. They already said he's a starter week one, and they're going to uh, gonna stick to the game plan. So, and, and you still want him? Yeah. Who, who was the quarterback before him? Nick Foles, exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. No, who was Trubisky? Was Trubisky? Trubisky? Yeah, right. No, with, with Nick Foles and Trubisky, Allen Robinson averaged 12, 12 targets a game, no matter who he had. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be confident with I just think with, that's with funny that the Bears are Dalton, like, though. The Bears are... They, they picked up Dalton. You know, like, why don't you, you just, just take Trubisky? Fields, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I guess because I'm a Cowboy fan, I wouldn't be confident that Dalton is going to get Robinson the ball enough. Like, I, he didn't get... The Cowboys 
receivers the ball off, and those guys are better, I think. And then I don't an- know. Another important question I want to ask you. Well, I don't know if it's important or not, but do you think uh, Derrick Henry's backup, I believe his, I don't know his first name, but I know his last name's Nichols. Jeremy McNichols. Yeah, Jeremy McNichols. Uh, do you think he's a good, uh, consider a handcuff? Uh, no, how, because how honestly, he's actually Henry? third. He's actually third on, on the, depth the depth chart. Who's second then? Uh, Darrington Evans. That's mm. what they have on ESPN. Darrington Evans. I, uh, I think they drafted him last year, I want to say. 2020. Mm. This will be his sophomore year. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, they did draft him last year. Ooh, they like drafting big dudes. Dude. That and they also got Brian cool. Hill from Atlanta. Hmm. So, nah, I don't think there's a clear handcuff on that team. I think they'll turn into a committee if he were to get hurt. So, if you were to draft Julio Jones, what round are y'all taking him? What round is acceptable for you? If he's there in the fifth round, I'll, I'll take him. Let's see where yeah, around there. That or? Yeah, if I already had a... He might be... If I already had my two wide receivers, possibly a flex already, maybe I'll think about getting Having that 15 ranked wide receivers, so... Julio Jones? Yeah, so uh, what would that be then? No, people have him high. I mean, you know, it's just Julio Jones. He's, he's a Most name at this people get wide receivers in the second round. He's Where? a name at this I don't see Adam Thielen. Oh, they have him all the way in tier four. Wow. They have Thielen Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb ranked above him. I, I'm telling you, I think Amari Cooper is going to be really good. He averaged really good numbers with Prescott. I think... Um, CD Lamb is going to be Lamb. really good. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll CD see, Lamb. man. It's going to be an exciting year coming Cooper. up. Uh, for me, if I see Julio Jones in the sixth round, I am pinching myself and hitting myself, but I'm drafting them, yeah. and I am talking to trades right after the draft. I don't think that guy's six. That guy's can't trust us. There's no 49ers receivers on here. <laughs> that, make, that makes sense. I mean, they all they all catch the ball behind the line of scrimmage. That's true. They get the yak, you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> they 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 catch. Uh, they're at negative one yards at the catch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that will do it for for our show this week. Uh, we also have a social media page. Please give us a follow. You know, like all yeah. our posts. Yeah, we, we, we try to stay as most active as we can. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to post more guys on on uh, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram. And I know Jeff's on Twitter. I think Jeff's more active than all us on Twitter. Tell a friend to tell a friend, guys. And uh, we'll see you next time. Chris, you got anything? That was badass. Wow, that was deep, bro. Good point. Good point. Nice. (laughs) All right. We'll catch you next week. DJ, kick it off. Later. Later.